This week on the podcast, I had a chance to connect with Monica Edwani, and she does so many things within the insurance space and for entrepreneurs and business owners in general. For this conversation, we wanted to focus on her operations expertise, and I really think as a business owner, uh, you're really going to get a lot out of this conversation, so enjoy. Welcome back to the Agents to Owners podcast. I'm your host. Brad Bolt with the AmeriGuard Insurance Agency, and I am absolutely thrilled to have this guest on today. Her name is Monica Edwani, and she is a total powerhouse in the insurance space. I'm just going to touch on a few of the things that she is involved in. She is an entrepreneur. She is a promoter. She is an operations expert. She is a managing partner at Sabatol Virtual Assistance. She's a speaker. She's a podcaster with Transcend with M, which has been running for over two years now. She's a connector, and she is a fierce advocate for women in the Latin community. Monica, welcome to the show. Oh, Lord. I don't know if I can just top that. Jeez. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really happy to be here with you. I've never had an introduction like that. Is that all I do? <laughs> uh, and it's not. And I mean, you could get into the weeds on every one of those topics. And I think what's, what's so interesting to me is that you are not just involved in those things. You are a leader in every one of those categories which I don't know how you do it. There's only 24 hours in a day. I'm assuming you don't sleep. And uh, that, that assumption is wrong. I do it, sleep. I okay. love my sleep, actually. <laughs> so my first question is, wearing all those hats and playing such a vital role in all those, all those areas, how do, you, how do you balance all of that? Because it's more than just putting it on a calendar. I mean, right. you have to be very detail oriented, which I know you are, but um, how do you, how do you handle all those responsibilities? Well, I have to say that um, being organized is actually become uh, a virtual that I've been able to master, right? Uh, and it yields to uh, organizing my life and compartmentalizing and also delegating it's just a, a combination of a lot of different things but being organized helps me kind of like see where where is that things need to go and whatnot so one thing i have to say is that i do have the support of my family you know i'm a mom i'm a wife and i am those two things uh first than anything else right so I am very grateful that my daughter and my husband are very understanding and they understand how passionate I am about what I do because they know I do it for, for them. I do it for me. Um, and they actually try to get involved in my things. Like my daughter, she's like, she's my, my social media manager, right? And she, um, while I am probably in a meeting, she's probably responding to some of the messages in social media and stuff like that. And then, you know, my husband um, helped me with the house. Uh, and I think once you are able to surround yourself with people that you can delegate and count on, it becomes a little bit easier. Um, so I, I, I need to attribute 
that to the ability of being able to delegate and organize my life in a way that, you know, I trust the people around me to kind of like do the things that I should be doing, but I don't really need to do. <laughs> so, so I think that's my, my short or, or long winded, you know, yeah. answer to that. <laughs> yeah. So for today's episode, we want to focus on your operations expertise. You've been had an, a number of roles as operations manager or integrator or uh, whatever you know title you might have at the current time. Yeah. So I want to focus on how you can bring value to. Excuse me. Um, our you know our our mission here on this podcast is to help those agents transitioning from an agent mindset into a business owner mindset. Mm -hmm. And something most of us are lacking in that area is specifically the operations side of things. Yeah. You know, when we become, whether it's a new agency or maybe you're a new agency owner, you're so heavily concentrated on growth. We are just hyper focused on growth and not necessarily the process, the, the processes that should be put in place behind that. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want to focus on today. Yeah. So if you were asked to be a COO of a newer agency, mm -hmm. uh, what were the first couple items that you would put in place to, uh, to kind of tighten up that ship of this new agency? Yeah. Well, you know, if I were to be on those shoes um, from agent to agency owner, right, which I've been there, I'm there, I've done that. I think there is something really important as, as, as owner, new owner of an agency that you need to identify and it's to learn that you cannot do everything and you cannot control everything. Control comes into a big play of success because as agency owners, we think that we need to do it all and we think that we need to control it all but you don't, you have to play to your strengths. If you know that you're, I mean, if you got into agency ownership, that means that you're a great salesperson, right? Like, otherwise you wouldn't have taken that risk. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so not all salespeople are organized. Not all salespeople are process oriented, right? So you need to identify one, do I have those strengths or two? Don't I? <laughs> so, <laughs> so once you identify which persona are you, you know, I possess these strengths or I do not possess your strengths, those strengths, uh, then you go into the third question. If I possess those strengths, then am I willing to actually give up the selling in the future so I can focus on operationally and successfully growing this agency? Or, you know, I actually don't possess those strengths. Am I willing to actually dig in my pocket in order to surround myself with the people that can help me get there? And those are questions that not everyone answers because the first year and the second year are so hard, right? Yeah. Like you, yeah. don't, you don't have the income you had before. You are fighting right now to kind of like make sure that you build that book and that you build that reputation and that people love you and that people is okay with your service. And third, 
you're just leaving all these things that you don't want to deal with right now because it's not necessary between comas um, because you can handle it, right? You can handle the book. Um, and, you know, preaching to the choir, I know you have thought all these things if you're listening <laughs> right here, <laughs> right now. This is what your first and two year look like, you yeah. know? And if you're in your first year, that's, that's actually what it looks like. Um, the earlier you start with answering these questions to yourself, the more successful you can be because then it's going to be easier to actually incur in that expense or incur in that time earlier in the process. Whereas if you are already three years in the agency and now you're at, you're reaching that ceiling, that glass ceiling where like, I can't grow anymore because I cancel anymore because I have too much to service. Then you have to be willing to take three steps back and take some time off in order to build what you should have built at, in the first six months of your agency, right? So operationally, um, an agent uh, that is becoming an agency owner needs to be willing to give up control and to delegate. And that's just the bottom line. Yeah, that's very hard for some of us. Uh, me included. I know. I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, early on, what are some of the processes that we should put in place, you know, from yeah. the very beginning? Because again, this is something that we yeah. never think, we just, we don't think about. We don't think of the, of the future right. of, or what it's going to look like. We don't think of what a staff person is going to come in and see. Mm -hmm. I made the, when, when, when I was first in the business, I mean, my filing system was awful. It mm -hmm. was just throw everything in the file, these random chicken scratch notes, not thinking yeah. that someone is eventually going to have to access these notes and access this information to help service this customer. So what are some processes that we can put in place um, from the very beginning that'll help us in the future? Yeah. I think agents that are opening their agencies right now have it so easily than it was 10 years ago. And I think you will agree with me on that yeah. because yeah. there is so much out there that you can use to automate, to, to efficiently bring on board a client, to do all these things. Right. But let's pretend everybody is like kind of a happy medium, right? Yeah. Let's just, let's just pretend for a second. Um, one of the most important things that I feel most agents fail at in, in, you know, why retention gets hurt is because they set the expectation that every client should only come and talk to them and them alone. Yeah. When you are initiating an agency, you need to change your language. And it's something simple. This is not this is not even like a written process. It's just changing your language to us instead of I. Yeah. You know, our agency, our team. Even if you don't have a team, even if yeah. it's just your, your wife doing like the accounting on the back end, nobody needs to know who she is. But like when you're talking to people, you need to talk about us. You need to talk about ours because 
when you talk to to your client when you know you're gonna grow right you just started your agency you know you're gonna grow because that's your business plan that you're gonna grow you probably need to add a person or whatever it is that you're gonna do in a year you need to start talking about us even if that person doesn't exist right now you need to talk to your clients about your team you need to talk to your clients about this agency it's not just you because the moment you start talking about i and only referring to i when you decide to grow your team it's going to become more and more difficult for those clients to leave your pipeline to trust other people that is not you and that creates a ceiling for you to continue to do the sales that you want to do or develop the relationships that you want to do or you know have the relationships with the carriers that you want to do or golfing on a friday if that's what you want to do right like yeah. it it prevents you and it sucks up your time now i'm not saying the clients are not important but what i'm saying is that communication is and you always should be carving your communication for the future not for the now So when you are writing up that email, when you are writing up, you know, that newsletter, when you're writing up that email that is going to go out to advise the client of something, even if it's just you, talk about us, yeah. talk about ours. And just that, when you start adding people or maybe you got sick, somebody else has to call the client, it will make that transition a lot easier for you and it will be and you will be able to delegate much faster because your clients are already used to hear us ours why yeah. you know it is it is it is psychologically there right. so if they hear and they you know if they call and say hey um monica i this is anna calling on behalf of brad he couldn't get to the phone but you know as our team is working together we want to make sure that you're taking care of they're going to be like oh my god is he okay all right let's move forward right like it just psychologically yeah. makes makes a big difference um that's one um the second one is you 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 need to create a, a, a automated process for renewals this is where a lot of people also have a lot of issues because we're just focused on selling 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 and then you just made a lot of money that first year but then do you really want to equally work hard the second year or do you want to retain more so you can kind of like level up your sales right so automating that renewal process is key and setting the expectation in advance with the client is key when you're closing that sale on the first year you know you have to set the expectation is like hey we're going to be in communication the entire year at least three four times a year i need you to call me if there is any changes i need you to call me if you have any questions i will get to your renewal between 60 to 30 days prior to your renewal date so we will set an appointment so you can be on the phone with our team to review your policies right so you see where i'm going with yes. this like it, it is really important so integrate you know work smarter not harder integrate a system a crm or the or your management system by one that can provide you 
with that automation where in your onboarding process on that first year, once you click that button that that policy was sold, there is going to be a trigger of emails and a trigger of appointments that is going to be automatically set for you for that client for next year. And you don't have to pick up the phone. You don't have to write up an email. You don't have to remember. It's just going to happen. Yeah. And that appointment will be on whoever is that is going to make that call. If that's you, that's you. If it's somebody else, it's somebody else. That appointment is going to show up on their calendar and that appointment is going to show up on the client's email at a certain point in time next year when that renewal comes into play. And you just increase from one touch on sales to at least six or seven touches more upon your renewal and you didn't have to do anything. So executing that at the beginning of the sale and having that process in place already for when you move that to sold, it triggers automatically, will save you a ton of time. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> um, let's see. You want three? Let's see. Uh, oh, that's, that's good. If you want, if you have a third one, let's hear it. I mean, this is outstanding. I think I saw, I saw, I saw two or three. Let's see. Do I have a third? Yeah, um, yeah it's okay. I can, I can go uh, piggybacking on on that. Yeah, piggyback you, on that while you, I think you, about the third. You um, referenced automation. So, what are some of the I would say key technology pieces that mm -hmm. younger agents can or really should jump on uh, as early as they can, as early as they can afford it. You know, I think yeah. what, what you were referencing there with automating um, is, you know, most likely done from a CRM, which mm -hmm. there's a, a number of good, uh, a very good uh, CRMs in our space. Um, yeah. What other pieces of tech would be very helpful to a young agency? Yeah, I mean, there is so many um, insured tech uh, companies right now, right? Depending on what it is that you want to focus on, what do you want to do? I mean, I can name so many and, you know, this is not free advertisement yeah, for no, them or anything like them. that. But um, I can tell you, you know, insured mine, you know, by, by Russian case, well, it blows my mind every single mm. time I see something new coming up. They, they have an amazing integration and they only have, they have sales service and everything uh, built up. And I know a couple agents that use them already yeah. and it's pretty fabulous. Um, it, it's the possibilities there are endless. You know, you have agency Zoom, you have better agency, you have rocket referrals, you have uh, agency revolution. You also yeah. have, um, you know, a bunch of others that um, that you have Donna, which is not a CRM or not a uh, AMS. Donna is a system or you know a tool yeah. that reads into your system or your calls and stuff, and it tells you like what to do next. Like it's just so much in there. Um, but the most important thing is that they integrate, that they have an open API to integrate integrate into your AMS or where you're hosting those policies and where you're hosting that information. Because right now, it definitely doesn't exist, the vertically integrated system where you can have all in one. So you need to really research and read and say, you know, I want my agency to be here in five years. 
what is going to get me there? Because, you know, we all have that shiny object syndrome where we're like, oh my God, that is so cool right now, right? And we just go and purchase it and we never use it or we use it for a month and then it's like, ah. Yeah. So you have to think five years from now, where is this going to be? How it's going to help me? Like, if I'm going to build my agency process around this thing, is it going to be around for that long? And is it going to help me for that long, right? Because the worst thing that can happen is that you build your process about uh, around something that will not exist or yeah. it, might, it might not be in, 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 in business for, for a long time. So those things are also have to be taken into consideration because even though we all do insurance, and insurance is the same. Our processes depend on the systems that we have in place in order to help our agencies grow. So you have to make the decisions uh, based on how the future of those other systems are going to look like, right? So I would say they, you know, definitely take a couple demos, research very well, talk to other agents. Oh my God, the amount of people that don't talk to other agents. Like if you know somebody else is using them, request a referral and say, I want to have a one-on-one -on -one with you to see how you're using this in your agency. They will say yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Red alert. They will happy, say yes. Happy to help because we know we've yeah. all we we were in that same position. Right. You know, so we know what it's like and where they're at. So that's that's the you know that's the way that I feel. Um, yeah. The knowledge that I have, you know, you know, we all we always have we have to figure things out on our, on our own, and we know that it's hard, and we don't know where yeah. to go. Um, yeah. So I, it's, I've it's been good. so pleasantly surprised with that. How so many others are willing to help, mm -hmm. um, show you the way. So it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, and there are other companies out there like uh, Catalyst with Steve Anderson that mm. you can just go in type i need x y and c and it will tell you like these are all the insurance techs available for you within that realm okay right so you have a ton of resources for you to learn how to properly grow your agency and then the other thing that you know agents don't think about is coaching coaching is extremely important you really yeah. need to you really need an external voice that can tell you this is what you need to do from time to time, not all the time, you know, because yeah. you respect that voice more than the two voices fighting on your head. Yeah. And it's a, a third point of view that you take it or leave it, but it is a point of view that could be valid if, you know, they have no ties into your business, right? So they have ties to see you grow, but not ties into your business. And sometimes our judgment is clouded based on you know our emotions involved in the business and the bank account so coaching is something really important as well like you have people like carrie wallace um you have um app insurance with kelly donahue and she's adding an ama amazing coaches like heath and others that are helping her too you know us, we provide coaching and we provide, you know, like I am usually the person that is giving the coaching to other agents and stuff like that. Like we have so many resources on this amazing industry. We just need to leverage them and we need to be able to, 
to to have a humble approach and say i need help yeah because you cannot do it all by yourself i think that's a good place to stop um for part one of the conversation with monica we will continue with part two next monday if you like this podcast so far please go ahead and share with a friend or leave us a comment either here or on our linkedin page thanks so much for listening we'll see you next week Thank you once again for joining another episode of the Agents to Owners podcast. My name is Brad Bolt with the AmeriGuard Insurance Agency. If you'd like to get a hold of me, you can email me, and I'll leave my email in the show notes listed below, or you can send me a message on LinkedIn. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.